Space, The Final Frontier. This Star Trek line captured the imaginations of an entire generation. But now, decades later, scientists have photographed something that no human eye has seen before, the giant black hole at the center of our galaxy. Known as Sagittarius A, scientists classify this as a supermassive black hole, and that's no exaggeration. It's about 40 million miles across. Yes, 40 million. Black holes are regions of space where matter has collapsed on itself. Gravity is so strong in these holes that even light can't escape. So how do you take a picture of one from thousands of light years away? Well, you better improvise. Scientists used eight widely spaced radio antennas to create a telescope strong enough to see a bagel on the surface of Mars. And voila, you can now see the picture online. The wonder of creation tells us that there is a creator. And he tells us more about himself in his word, the Bible. Welcome to Haven Today. It's Monday. And I'm Charles Morris, where we share the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're beginning a new series today called Made in God's Image. All last week, we looked at different themes coming out of the movie based on the life of Abby Johnson and her experience with Planned Parenthood. The subject of abortion is not easy. But when we begin to see how people like you and me all over the world were made in the image of God, that's when we start to see the value of life the born and the unborn. So on this program and then all week, we're going to explore what God says about his creation and how each one of us bears his image. What does that mean? And how is it important for our daily lives? Well, stay with me and hear from God's word together. But first, we'll catch up with Abby Johnson from her home in Texas as she shares about the movie Unplanned and her new organization. Our prayer is just that this will create a movement across the world to really open people's eyes to what is taking place inside of the abortion industry all around the globe. Abby Johnson will join us again in just a moment. And after the program, I want to encourage your giving and support of Haven Today by offering you the DVD on Abby's life called Unplanned. It's a challenging movie and not one for younger children to see. But I know it'll help you see the image of God that all children have, born and unborn. And you'll rejoice, I think, to see the hope and redemption found in Abby's life. Our phone number for after the program is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. And our web address where you can view the trailer is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. We open now with a song by Shane and Shane from a very significant song. You wrote the story of my life You go before you fall behind
The song is called Far Too Wonderful, based on Psalm 139 by Shane and Shane here on Haven Today. And I'm Charles Morris, and thank you so much for starting your week with us. All last week, we were sharing the true story of Abby Johnson, who had worked for Planned Parenthood for many years. But when she saw her first abortion procedure done, she saw the humanity in that unborn child, and her view on abortion changed forever. So I wanted to give you a little update on Abby and the organization she helped create called Unplanned that helps abortion workers leave that industry. So on the line from Texas is Abby Johnson. Abby, the Lord is really using this new organization, isn't he? Well, you know, it's really a movement. You know, we thought we were going into this to just create a film, but um, it hasn't just been a movie. It's it's really been a movement across the world. And not only have, have lives been changed here in the United States, but now we are going international. And we have dozens and dozens of countries where Unplanned is is going to be releasing. And, um, you know, our, our, our prayer is just that this will create a movement across the world to really open people's eyes to what is taking place inside of the abortion industry all around the globe. There are people out there who do not like you. In fact, they don't want you talking about life before birth. How do you deal with that when you run into people like that? I just pray for them. And, you know, I, I sort of like when people out themselves as those who support abortion or those who support Planned Parenthood, because I think, oh, good. Well, at least I know exactly who to pray for. So as long as we're here on this earth, there will always be those who rebel against God and, and his word. And it doesn't mean that those who rebel aren't worthy of forgiveness and redemption. And so I'm just reminded of the person that, that I used to be and how God was able to capture my heart inside of an abortion clinic. And so, um, you know, you just never know um, where someone's life could be changed. And so that's what I pray for every time that, that someone really comes against me. Hmm. Let me ask you, because all this week on Haven Today, we're talking about humanity, human beings made in the image of God. Now, it's a little bit theological, but yet at the same time, it's very practical when it comes to the unborn, even. Yeah, you know, I think about what it must be like when God creates life. I just imagine that it's a really joyous time when he's creating. And I think just of the the intimate love that he has for each of us, you know, the Bible says that he knows every hair on our head. And that's, you know, that type of love, that type of, of intimacy is something that we will never experience with our spouse, something that we'll never experience mm-hmm. with our children. It's, it's a love that, that is, is truly divine. And I, I just think, you know, that life that is so precious outside of the womb is just as precious to our Lord inside the womb. The love for all of us is the same, no matter where we are in this journey, no matter if we are in the womb, no matter if we are toddlers or adolescents or even the elderly, um, that, that anywhere we are on this, this earthly life continuum, that God loves us so perfectly. 
in a way that we can't even comprehend. It's so powerful. And and so, you know, that's how we have to we have to try to treat others with that same sort of love. We were all created with that intimate love and even those that that disagree with us. Mm. Let me ask you a question, Abby, that, uh, well, I asked the producers and writers of the movie Unplanned. What does Jesus Christ mean to you, Abby Johnson? Oh, well, he means mercy, redemption, and he means new life, because that's what I've experienced through him, not just in my own life, but life in my family. And, you know, Jesus means accompaniment for me. We can read the Bible and we see how Jesus accompanied people um, who he was with. And I think that's a great lesson for all of us to be present in the lives of of those around us. And especially today in such a secular culture, such a social media-filled culture, just to be present and to accompany those who are struggling, who are in crisis, you know, gosh, our world would look so different <laughs> if um, if we really started to attend to those around us the way that, that Jesus attends to our needs. Mm. Abby Johnson, you are precious, and we thank the Lord for you. And thank you for being with us here on Haven Today. Thank you so much, Charles. Haven Today and our series, Made in God's Image, And I'll share with you in a few minutes how to get a copy of the new movie, the DVD based on Abby's remarkable story. It was C.S. Lewis, the famous British author and scholar. I know I quote him all the time, but he said, there are no ordinary people. No one you meet is a mere mortal, as Lewis put it. The reason? They're made in the image of God, and therefore they're valuable in his eyes. We've just started this series, Made in God's Image. It doesn't matter who it is, no one is worthless. It's something that speaks to every one of us because there isn't a person that hasn't honestly questioned their self-worth from time to time. When we say everyone is made in God's image, though, it isn't just a self-esteem boost. To be made in God's image is a gift. It's also a blessing. But it also has some serious implications for how we live our lives. We've been talking about a very sensitive topic for a few days. How should Christians think about abortion? It's too easy to make caricatures of either side. And I don't want to go down that road. We need to acknowledge that there's more than just logical argumentation on the line here. It's not just about being right or making sure another person knows they're wrong. This has to do with God's image. Psalm 139, probably the most popular place to go when you think about the image of God. You knit me in my mother's womb. You know my inmost being. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Of course, this speaks volumes for how we think about a baby in the womb. Who does David say was in the womb? He said me, which maybe seems a little obvious, but think about it. When David thought about the time before his birth, when he was in his mother's womb, he said, that was me in there, not just a fetus, not just an embryo. No, David said, I was in the womb. And this is because to be a human being is to be made in the Lord's image. 
But I want to look at where this whole idea comes from. Genesis 1, the very beginning of our world's history and the very beginning of the human race. Genesis 1 reads like a poem. God said, then there was, and God saw that it was good the first day. It goes on like this. God speaks, and whatever he says happens immediately. The Lord speaks, and his creation obeys. Genesis 1 shows us right at the very beginning that there is a difference between God and the rest of the world. He's the Lord. He has authority. Creation serves him and his purposes. But something shocking happens in Genesis 1. There on day 6, the Lord does something different. Listen to it in verse 26 of Genesis 1. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Now, up to this point in Genesis, the Lord spoke and created. But when it came to humans, the Lord did something differently. He was intentional. Let us make mankind. If we were to read into Genesis 2, we'd see the Lord gathered dust and blew the breath of life into the very first man. Humans are the climax of God's creation. We're made in his image. But what does that mean? That means of all things in creation, human beings are who the Lord singled out. He gave us authority, an authority that images his own. It's an authority over creation. And this means that if you're a human, you have a special dignity. You have a special worth. You weren't made like everything else in the world. The Lord was being intentional. This has so many implications for how we treat others, doesn't it? This means that any image bearer is valuable. Just like C.S. Lewis said, it means there are no ordinary people. Anywhere you see an image bearer, someone made in the Lord's image, you see someone valued especially by the Creator. And that means the homeless person asking for change, or the annoying co-worker, and yes, even that infant in the womb, incredibly valued and dignified. They should not be treated poorly. They should not be discarded. They should not be neglected. It makes me think of Paul's words at the beginning of Romans, Romans 1, mankind turned away from the Lord, sinning against him, sinning against others. But the Lord didn't neglect us. He didn't discard. He didn't treat us poorly. Instead, he sent his son to save us, to redeem us. Jesus Christ saved us by being discarded and being neglected and ultimately crucified. He cared for us. And he calls us to care for others. Why? Because they're people created in the image of God. Our hearts are restless until they find rest in the Lord. Turn to him. Receive his grace by faith. And then love. Love just as he loved us. Woven together within the womb. Fearfully, wonderfully made.
His song from Psalm 139 called Woven Together. I'm Charles Morris on Haven Today in a program called Made in God's Image. 
It was great to have Abby Johnson on in the program today and hear how the Lord is using her story to help other women choose life for their unborn children, as well as encourage workers in the abortion industry to come out of it. I truly believe the movie, based on her life called Unplanned, will have an impact on your life. Not only does it show how God can change hearts on the matter of abortion and, yes, bring redemption, but it also teaches that humans are special because we're made in God's image. I know the movie is rated R, but if you were listening in last week when we spoke with the film's Christian producers when we went to Hollywood, the rating reflects Hollywood's apparent attempt to hinder the movie's release. The R rating created this this upside down, down the rabbit hole situation where uh, in California, a 15-year-old girl can go, for that matter, a 13-year-old girl, a 12-year-old girl, can go get an abortion without her parents' knowledge or permission, but she can't go see the movie that contains the, the idea of abortion. That's Chuck Konzelman, one of the movie's producers, sharing the irony of this film's rating. But guess what? The Lord used this unfair rating to start conversations all over North America about this film. So for your support of Haven Today, I'd like to send you the DVD, Unplanned. Just call our number right now, 800-654-2836, 800-654-2836. On our website, we've put up the trailer for the movie, and you can choose to get it there at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me here on Monday. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again, we'll be sharing together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Here today, gone tomorrow. That's how life comes at us. It's enough to make your efforts and struggles seem meaningless. In Ecclesiastes 1 and 2 and throughout the book, we read the word vanity or meaninglessness. 36 times it's used. It's the Hebrew word hevel, a term that conjures up the image of vapor. You see it for a moment, and then it's gone. The preacher says that's what life is, just a breath. If that's true, then isn't it meaningless? But with Christ, there's hope. He gives us his spirit, the breath of God. With him, our vapor-like lives are transformed. From changing diapers to winning souls, everything is meaningful when the Spirit breathes life on us. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.